Master Windu. How pleasant of you to join us. This party's over. Pitch it or fix it. Hello and welcome to Cinema 7. I am your host, Chris Hawk. To my left, John Kenoki. Hello. To my right, Marb Kari. What it do? Today is a special episode, Pitch It or Fix It, whether we pitch a new movie from the many rumors that are abound upon the internet. Today is from the one and only Samuel L. Jackson, who said that Mace Windu is alive. And that is what we're going to pitch today. We're going to pitch a Mace Windu a movie. A Star Wars story. A Star Wars anthology movie remix. We never said it had to be a Star Wars story. So it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> Jack Kenoki. <laughs> okay, we'll see what happens then. So, well, wait, who knows? Do you guys want me to go first or? You know what? As in tradition, you should go first. Why not? Can we talk about something real quick? Yes. Did you guys see that uh, Seth Rogen and the Lonely Island are doing a, a movie? A movie about the fire festival? Yeah. No, what's, well, that, it's not what's about that? the fire festival, it's but it's about it's, a music festival gone wrong. And I don't, did you hear about the fire festival? No. A lot of people put upwards of $6,000 and more into this festival on like a remote island where you have all these bands and you get to mingle with celebrities and stuff and you would, you would get to live in these really good looking tents and stuff like that. And when they got there, nothing was ready. They had no food. They were throwing people's luggage off of trucks. All the bands pulled out. It's nuts. Why did all the bands pull out? Was it not real then? Who knows? Who knows? Did those people get off the island? I don't know. There are people Maybe still there. Maybe they're still there. Maybe it, that's our next, uh, next picture to fix it. <laughs> Pitch the, the, the horror that is a wrong concert island movie. Very topical of that. Did you see that text, uh, that tweet from Seth Rogen? No, I, uh, I read the Reddit thread, actually. But is it a, do you think it's a joke? Or that's... I, think, I think it's legit. I think they're actually going to do it now. That everybody wants them to. Topical. Very topical. Love that Seth Rogen guy. Yeah. So let's get... I'm going to get right into my pitch. So we're going to pitch Mace Windu movies. We're going to pitch a Mace Windu movie. And you're going to go first. I'm going to go first. Okay. I'll tell you right now, it's not a Mace Windu movie. Okay. Okay. Let's start Chris Hawk, the guy that shows up to pitch a movie, it's not that movie. <laughs> All right. So ease in onto a sandy planet. It's desolate. There's no clouds in the sky. It's just sand blowing everywhere. You see this rocky, giant, palace-looking place in the sand. He gets closer to it. You see this young boy training with this, what seems to be tall, lanky women. She's, she's decked out in sidearms, weapons, and stuff. And both, are go- both of them are going at it on vibroblade. You see a guy in a long, sombrero-like hat watching. Sombrero. It's Cad Bane. Cad Bane is watching these two little people fight. After a while, the, little, the woman gets the upper hand of the boy, pushes him to the ground, puts the, for, put, puts the sword in his face and says, Bubba, you're going to have to do better than that. That's young Bubba Fett, training with Aura Singh, the bounty hunter, while Cad Bane watches on. Yes. Where's Miss Window coming? Just wait. So she says, <laughs> she says to him, you're never going to get anywhere if you fight like that. <laughs> All right. You have the, the screenplay written down already there? I, I actually have notes down. I just, everything that you just heard, yeah. made it up on the okay, spot. Okay, okay. So, Bubba says some stuff unintelligibly, and then he, he finally straightens up and says, 
I will find the man that killed my dad. Mace Windu. Cut to 15 years later. You see a big man, kind of bulky, in uh, Mandalorian armor, tracking down a Jedi. This Jedi looks to be one of the Jedis that survived the Order 66. Take your pick from Luminara, Uvel, or Padawan. Could be any of them. Is this a Boba Fett movie with Mace Windu in it? Hold on. Is that what this is? <laughs> Hold on. I'm not on board. I should have right. seen this coming. <laughs> should have seen this coming with Chris Hawk. Continue, Chris Hawk. All right, thank you. So the, the bounty hunter in Mandalorian armor tracking down this, this uh, Jedi finally corners them. It's one of the Jedi I mentioned. It could be any of them. The Jedi looks to fight back like, like a cornered dog. The bounty hunter holds up his hands and says, well, hold on, hold on. Takes off his helmet. It's Mace Windu. Mace Windu has been portraying himself as a bounty hunter to hide from everyone else. So does Mace Windu have one less arm or is... It's a robotic arm. Just like... Okay. Uh, just like... Uh, Anakin. Just like Anakin. Anakin. Okay. Ma- what Mace is doing is he's being a bounty hunter. He had to start... He had, you know, he had to build up a name as a bounty hunter. So he, you know, he probably did some dirty stuff, killing some Padawans and stuff. But now... He's finding the other jet. I don't know if he's killing Padawans or not, but he <laughs> he's has to, killing Padawans. He has to look like he's killing Padawans for okay. the other bounty hunters. To he make, can easily stage that. Yeah, he's he can smart. easily stage that. He can. Uh, he has to make it look like he's killing Jedi and stuff. But he's actually when he's doing when he's finding these Jedi, he's actually saving them. He tracks down Jedi and brings them to a safe haven. That's his house. And there's more. As he says, I'm like, there's more like you. And I'm trying to save you. It's not safe for Jedi anymore. So Mace Windu's entire life now is just saving as many Jedi as he can and, like, just trying to survive. Then we get back. We get back to, like, um, you have Boba Fett, who's very suspicious of... Because him and Mace, they fight together type of thing. Bubba has always been suspicious of the bounty hunter Mace. I haven't thought of a name for Mace Windu, but anyone can come up with a cool name. Bubba but has always been suspicious of him, though. He just has, like, this intuition thing. He doesn't know why. He just doesn't think about it. So you have Mace and the other Jedi, and he's talking to him. This is some expedition-filled area where, where he talks about he thinks it's his fault that the Order failed. He thinks it's his fault that Anakin turned. He thinks it's his ignorance that turned the Jedi into a failing Order. And then he, he's like, I'm going to do what I can to save as many Jedi as possible. And he, like... What you see in Mace, he's, like, he's trying to do so much of this good, but his fighting style is getting the best of him. When he, and during his fighting style... So is this, this is uh, four years before New Hope? It's about four. I haven't decided about the time yet. Because you said 15 years 15 later. 15 years would, yeah. make, would make Bubba Fett like uh, an adult. Yeah. That's why I did it. Okay. It could be right before New Hope or not. Um... His fighting style, what happens is he's, he uses their darkness inside of him. It's called Vapad, V-A-A-P-A-D. And he uses the darkness inside of him to, u- to unleash a very powerful form of fighting style with his lightsaber. And since he hasn't been using his lightsaber, light, you never see him use a lightsaber for the entire movie. He hasn't been using that. Did so, he lose it? Or? Yeah, he lost it on, okay. uh, yeah, on yeah, Coruscant. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, did he make a new one? No. Okay. He hadn't had a chance. And a, and a lightsaber would give him away as a bounty hunter. Basically. So, so he's slowly like turning to the dark side also. So you have this, you have this thing as where you're, 
you're relating to Bubba Fett because he wants revenge for the man who killed his father, and you see that it hurts him. And then you're also following Mace Windu's story where he wants to do good, even though he, he thinks he failed. He's very remorseful, and he wants to do as good as possible, but something dark is inside of him. So what I, wanna, what I want is the dictamony between the two. You, you see that Bubba Fett is, he's, I mean, he's kind of evil. Bounty hunters are, I mean, not necessarily evil, but they're evil with a stamp on them. But I want, you want to see some good in Bubba Fett. Like, he, maybe he's not all bad. And then Mace, you want to know that he's good, but at the same time, you think that he can go bad at any moment. So you, you want to relate to both characters in this movie. You're going to have about equal screen time with a little more for Mace Windu, just because this is a Mace Windu movie, of course. Just because it fits your narrative. Okay, whatever. John, you can be salty all you want. So um, Bubba, Bubba Fett calls Mace, of course, like a Jedi sympathizer, but he just never can pin it on him. He never can catch him in the act until they find, they, they track down this, this new Jedi. Bubba and Mace go to capture him because they both have the same bounty. Of course, the, a fight ensues between the... Oh my the, goodness, I'm getting excited. The fight, the, Je, the Jedi, the Mace, and Bubba, they all, in like a fight scuffle standoff where Mace's helmet flies off. So Bubba Fett sees this, and he sees a flash, the flashback from episode two when oh, Jango Fett his dad gets his, getting his head cut off. his dad getting his head cut off. And Bubba <laughs> is... A flashback. A flashback. Bubba is in shock. Mace Windu uses, takes advantage of the shock, pushes him away to un- make him unconscious, and saves the Jedi. So, Mace Windu is, he revealed himself, unwittingly. So Bubba knows who he is. So he goes through all the channels, Cad Bane, all his bounty hunter friends, every single bounty hunter in the galaxy, and he's like, we're taking him down. We found one of the most important members of the Jedi Order, and we're going to take him down, and we're going we're to kill him. Until, like, he gets a message from uh, Palpatine or Darth Vader saying, like, I want him alive, type of thing. Because this is, like, one of the last most famous Jedi. So you yeah. get, like, a nice little cameo from Darth Vader or Palpatine. So, Boba Fett, knowing where Mace lives, and all the bounty hunters, they all travel there. It's like a building, like a raid-type-esque t- compound, when it's, like, a couple stories high and stuff. Yeah. But, like, most so are all things- the other bounty hunters coming with yes. Boba? Yeah. Okay. So it's like a bounty hunter fiesta. So is it like a reverse raid? Raid, yeah. In a way, in a in a way. So what happens is you get all the bounty hunters in. They they consume the building, consume it, because they think that Mace is inside and the safe haven is inside. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Okay. And um, so you see Bubba Fett and his crew and a whole bunch of bounty hunters raid this building and they all go inside. And then you hear, after a while, you hear like some traps go off and stuff like that. And, you, you think, and then you hear Mace Windu over the speaker and he says, you guys were fools to come here. And he just fucking explodes his building. Boom, explodes. Everyone dies. All the bounty hunters die. Boom, right there. Mace Windu was never in that building to begin with. He got the Jedi out before they came. They're in a separate location. Boom, 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 bang, bing, bing. All the Jedis are dead. So we get to location. We see, we see Mace, him and the other Jedi. They're in a shuttle. About to rocket off. Get out of there so they can be safe forever. He's done with the bounty hunting. This is it. Door opens up. Bubba Fett. Standoff. Where is this set? It could be anywhere, really. Uh, maybe Tatooine. 
because everything happens on Tatooine. Okay. So Mace lights his purple lightsaber for the first time in the movie. It's not his from the from the prequels, but it's one that's kind of shoddy made, kind of like Kylo's. And then you see Bubba light a dark saber, the black fiber blade. He has the dark saber now because they're Mandalorians and it travels down through. Yeah, no. Does somebody have the dark saber? Forget his name. I was talking and my mic was muted the whole entire time. Um, I believe <laughs> I believe <laughs> I believe it's the guy from Clone Wars, the Mandalorian yeah. uh, commander. I think he still has the the dark saber. Uh, and what's her name gets it eventually. Like, but that but this is supposedly. But Rebels is kind of leading up to New Hope, isn't it? In a way. Yeah, it's around the the same time period. Yeah, so I don't, I don't. Maybe Boba could have gotten it, and another guy. Could he's have. got it. He's got it. He's got it. Screw that guy. Redcon. He's got it. He's got it. Redcon. So they they fight. Bubba says some very like he's knee deep in anger right now, and he says some stuff like "You'll never win because you only Jedi have to fight by a code." And then fucking Mace Windu does some Force lightning out of nowhere, just cause that pod is making him turn to the dark side. He's using the dark energy in a way that he's yeah. that he only knows how to channel. Boom. You, you might as well. There's no Jedi Order. Boom. It's right there. Mace is going all out. This is a hard fight for Mace Windu. Like, uh, Bubba Fett made sure that he didn't make the same mistakes as his father. Like, he's like lightweight armor, no jetpacks, or like like a, like a lighter form of jetpack. Yeah, but he has a cape though. Whereas Dad didn't have a cape. <laughs> so he takes off the cape. Before the fight, he takes off the cape. Until the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, um, so, Bubba Fett finally gets Mace down to, like, the brass, like, his last stand, where Mace is on his knees, lightsabers rolled away, and he, Mace is dazed, he says something along the lines of, you're gonna, like, they want you to take me alive, you can't kill me. Bubba stabs him, and then lights him on fire, disintegrating him. So he kills Mace. He kills Mace Windu. Mace Windu's dead. His legacy lives on because he saved those other Jedi. They live. You never see them again, though, because their story's not important. It's just the fact that they live. Uh, yeah. One of them raised parents. <laughs> <laughs> raised grandparents. Do you think uh, Samuel L. Jackson would be on board for this? Absolutely not. But it doesn't matter. Uh, no, wait, that's not true. He did, he did die in other movies. And what happens is, Boba Fett is... He, Bubba Fett is left with a, um, he's left with emptiness. Like, he got revenge, but nothing else is keeping, is making him strive for excellence anymore. He fought so hard during that time that his end goal, like, that's it. So, roll credits. Let's get into this a little bit. Uh, John, it looks like you might have some things to say. Like, let me, let me tell you, let me tell you, this bird kills two stones. With one bird, okay? I, I see what you're doing. You're combining the movie people want with the movie that just created itself when Samuel L. Jackson was allowed to say something on the stream. But why? Why? I'll tell you why. Because 
you try to sell a Mace Windu movie by itself, it's not going to sell. I, I, I don't, don't think, I don't, I think he's one of the, he's okay. He's like one of my can. least favorite, he's, he's one of my least favorite Jedi on the order. I think you can sell it. I, I, I think it's, it's hard. And I think if you add Bubba Fett to it, it makes it, you get two for the price of one and people are going to love this movie because not would, only it showcases the good side of Mace, but it shows, showcases the good side of Bubba. I would say that there is as much demand for a Mace Windu movie as there is for a Yoda-focused movie. Well, yeah. And that's a real possibility. So you could easily do this. You just have to make it interesting. Exactly. You add Bubba Fett. I think you're just selling it on purpose right there. You're not really you know, actually, putting effort into I don't know. it. I, I think the narrative fits. And if you're going to have someone that's related to Mace, Bubba Fett's fate is related. Like his, his, his line is related to Mace. He killed his father. What else do you want? Would you... The, the only thing that kind of bothers me about this is you blow up the building. Mace blows up the building. Like he's too smart for the bounty hunters. But what if... He was inside the building, and the whole fight. There's a whole like sequence of him taking out each bounty hunter one at a time. You could do that, or you could have the other Jedi helping him out and stuff like that, or leading him into the building and then going underneath. They could be getting killed themselves. No, they're just hanging out. They're just hanging out after this because their story's not important. All these Jedi that he saved. They they leave they leave and they live on the freeze frame. Where are they now? Thing like they go uh, they go to another galaxy. They go to yeah. A, a galaxy not so far away. So, are we good? So, the reason why I have Bubba Fett kill him by uh, flaming him alive, you know the line in, in Empire? Yeah. No disintegrations. What's your movie called? Mace. Okay, I was just wondering. So, you're titling it, you're titling it Mace when... I told You're you, kind they of get equal, equal split, equal time. Why don't you just call it The Bounty? The Bounty? Yeah. I think there's already The Bounty Hunter. The there's Raid. A... <laughs> I, have, I have time to come up with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. I got, uh, I got two pitches for you guys. Uh, I'll give you my fake pitch first. All right. So uh, we open. We open directly immediately after he has been lightninged out the window, okay? He falls. He hits the ground. He gets up. He gets one line. He says, damn. <laughs> Palpatine flips out the window to that meme song that, you know, people flip to for five minutes. Five whole minutes. Okay. This, is an ex- this is an extended trailer. And then he stabs Mace Window in the chest and it's over. I like that. What are you going to call it? Uh, that's called, he's dead. <laughs> out the window. Out the window. <laughs> All right, uh, so for my real pitch, um, we're going to open uh, traditionally on John Kenoki movie style in an alleyway. <laughs> no space. No starting in space or anything. No. Alleyway. <laughs> why is he going to be in space? That doesn't make any sense. Okay. okay. Did Rogue One start in are space? You starting in, are you starting in space? I'm starting in space. Oh, it I, I, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, so we start in the alleyway. Uh, we get a uh, cloaked figure. Uh, brown cloak, traditionally. Uh, <laughs> we don't know it's Mace Windu, but it is Mace Windu. Spoilers. So, um, he stands in the alleyway, and he goes to pull back his hood, and as he pulls back his hood with his left hand, uh, the cloak falls, and you see the robotic arm. Uh, it is much more elaborate, and looks, you know, unnecessarily complicated. 
It's important later. So, uh, Mace Windu uh, pulls back his hood. We see him. He is, uh, you know, he hasn't shaved in a while. He's looking, looking pretty grizzled. So, uh, as he pulls back the hood and looks around, you know, left to right, checking out his surroundings, a uh, figure comes into the alleyway, uh, supposedly to meet Mace Windu. So they have a brief, brief conversation. Uh, you overhear um, them talking, and Mace Windu's looking for something, obviously. He, he wants to know where something is. Uh, you only get a few, you know, words of exchange. Uh, you get the uh, terms uh, huts and uh, Nar Shaddaa, the smuggler's moon. <laughs> so, uh, shortly afterwards, um, some assailants are going to come into the room, you know, the alleyway, and attack them. Uh, the informant is going to get killed. Uh, Mace Windu is going to uh, fight them hand to hand. Hand to hand. He's not yes. using not using a lightsaber at this point. Yes. The last person, however, he does kill with not a lightsaber but a modified lightsaber. It only goes half, so you can it's half, you can half saber half saber. You yeah. can easily conceal it. With a cloak, because it's not long, you know, it's not bright. He, he just flashes it quick, stabs him, that's it. So he uses this... Is it this, one of those kill switch ones that it's it's a almost, dead man switch? Like, if you let go of the switch, it instantly yeah, dies? Yeah, it, it's instantly gone. It's, it's essentially a dagger lightsaber, because uh, he's modified it so as to not be seen, but to use it when he needs to. Um, so that's what he's using. Um, they're, they're all using blasters, but Mace Windu's, you know, hand-to-hand, most of them, with ease. With these, because he's using his, you know, force powers to jump around, fight people, all that. Um, so we're going to journey with Windu as he uh, looks to uncover a secret of the Jedi Order. Because um, we all know that, you know, he was really heavy into not believing any prophecies. Yeah. And clearly he was wrong. Okay. Yes. Clearly he was wrong, and he should have, you know, he did somebody. <laughs> maybe he, he was right. Something There's theories somebody. that maybe he was right. Yeah. And he, that's... That's what this is about. It's what his journey is about, is discovering that. Okay. So, uh, he's going to go through it. Uh, he's going to get a sidekick, eventually. Ahsoka. He, he the, one, the person he kicked out of the order. No, we're not, we're not touching <laughs> the animated series here, because I don't think they want to do that. They don't want to cast live-action animated people. Uh, he's going to get a sidekick, who, uh, you know, is... I'm thinking is going to be some sort of street person. You know, like, they've been living on the street. Younger kid. You know, not not like kid, kid. He's gotta but... be Shia LaBeouf, my robot. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, he's gonna be about you know twenty three, twenty five ish. You know, he's he's younger, but he's been living on the street his whole life. He's gonna help Mace Windu out, get you know navigate the streets of Narshada. Um, the hut, who um, this is gonna be the hut that overtook. Uh, I think his name is Gracchus or somebody. There's a hut that ruled Narshada. For quite some time, then he gets arrested, and he's in, in there literally until, uh, I think somebody breaks him out, and it's in a book. It's recently like they brought him up in a book, like they break him out because they need him for information. So he's canon, but this guy is going to be the guy who succeeded him when that guy got arrested. And so I, I was looking it up, and I was like, oh, okay, well that works out. There's a vacancy here with, uh, you know, no lore regarding this hut. So we're going to create a new hut. I don't have a name for him, but I do have some, uh, I, have a, I have a voice actor for the hut, and I have a uh, mocap. We're going to mocap the hut. Ooh, mocap. We're going to mocap the hut. The Rock is doing the mocap. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh my god. 
Um, so Revelations. Um, I'm thinking it. De- it really depends upon. John, just picture this. Mutajuba. <laughs> Solo. Solo. Wendu. All right, John, continue. Uh, so it it really depends on where they go with Ray's parents. I would prefer that Luke is not Ray's parent. I'll just be honest. I don't think he is. He's both of them. Well, see, it depends on where they're She's going asexual. with it. He's asexual. Virgin birth. <laughs> From Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it just, it depends. Because I think that in this movie, Mace Windu could, you know, help them as like a cameo role. Uh, like they cameo in it where he helps them do something and he, he feels something, but he's not sure what it is. Yeah. Uh, but it, it really depends on what angle they go with that, and I can't predict that right now. So, um, alongside that, I want him to discover, you know, uh, like a fraction of the Jedi Order that's been forgotten, and start to revive that and build a new Jedi Order. What's the like, like the the? It's it's got to be some ancient Force of the wills. It's got to be some ancient tenant that's related to it, but you know, is more lackluster, not as strict, because he was he was always about rules and strictness. So it's got to be against what he like the Bendu. Yeah, it. it I want him to go away from what he knows and, you know, discover himself and realize that, you know, it's not all about that. I want him to, you know, I want him to grow as a character, even though he's Mace Windu and we don't think he can. Well, you, you still have to see a character develop in any movie, so I understand That's what you're That's not trying. true. That's not true. No? No. Marty McFly didn't grow until, like, the third movie. Indiana Jones doesn't grow in Indiana I mean, kind of. I, you can have characters grow around them. And that's yeah. fine, but okay. I do want I want Mace Windu to grow. So I want his sidekick. Uh, I would like it to be a uh, younger African American actor uh, to mirror Mace Windu. You know, John Boyega. I don't think that casting playing his own granddaddy. But I <laughs> I really think like somebody like Michael B. Jordan or somebody else could do it, and it's important because what I want them to do, um, I want them to reappear in a movie later. So, uh, here are some things. Uh, I'll just. Give you why my isn't? Why does? Why don't you make it like a female ch- Asian and her name is Rose? What? <laughs> That's the greatest Star Wars name I've ever heard. Now his name's got to be like Cad or something. You know, three letters starts with a K or a, a, has a K like in it. Yeah, it's got to be something you know short and not his actual name. Tuck. That's that's Star Wars. So that's fine. Um, so I want uh, the king of mocap to mocap the hut. Chris Hawk, you know who I'm talking about? Uh, Andy's, Andy's the Rock. Circus, right? Andy Circus. Oh man, <laughs> Andy Circus. I uh, I want a uh, a video game voice actor to voice the hut. I want him to uh, come and do it. Uh, his name is Steve Bloom. I know Steve. Bloom. He has a super deep voice. I want it to be you know menacing and deep. What he has does, he done? Uh, he does uh, StarCraft voices. He does a lot of Blizzard voices. Ready to roll out. He's he's done a he's done a few different video game voices. Okay. He might have done some other things that I don't know about, but I just that's what I know him from. Uh, but it's really he has a really like iconic deep voice acting voice, and that's what I want. You know, even though it's hut language, I want it to be like that that deep, you know, almost demon esque. You could get Jeremy Irons. Not like the the Clone Wars hut, where it's like real flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. No, you talk about no. uh, what's his name? The like the baby hut. I want. Thing. I, yeah. w- I want you to take this hut seriously and not as a joke. And that, that starts with voice acting. Uh, I, uh, I want a uh, bounty hunter to lead his armies, as in tradition. And I think, uh, I think Hugo Weaving 
should lead his armies as a bounty hunter. I think he'd be pretty good at it. You know, I think he could. A grizzled vet yeah. of a bounty hunter. Yeah, no, I he's, like he's definitely that. like more supervisory than action. You know, he's like leading them. It's Hugo not weaving in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, I think he could do it. I, you know, it's, it's a big name actor that, you know, could, could pull it off and make it worthwhile. Um, and then obviously uh, somebody like Michael B. Jordan or, you know, an unknown to be Mace Windu's sidekick. I'm fine with that. Um, so the uh, I already told you uh, Mace Windu is finding himself. Um, we're going to witness third hand through the, uh, the rise of the Empire. So we're going to see, you know, heavier presences at some of the places they visit, uh, more, you know, propaganda. I want to see that, that angle. Not necessarily just stormtroopers walking around. I don't want that. You know, we don't need that. You We've want, seen like, it. You want like saboteurs. I want, I want subtle hints that the Empire is gaining power. That's what I want. I think it's important. Yes. Um, the other important part is I do want Mace Windu's sidekick to be Force-sensitive. Okay, now this is an unpopular opinion. Because I, I, I just talked about how I don't want to create new Jedi. Okay? I don't want to do it. But he's not a Jedi. But he's not. He's not a Jedi. I want Mace Windu to realize this towards the end of the movie. Um, after, you know, it's all said and done, the hut's taken care of, you know, they've got what they've got. I want them to find a, uh, an alien corpse, uh, wherever it is they find the ancient Jedi artifact, a temple, presumably. You know, an unknown Jedi temple deep underground. I want them to find an alien corpse with a uh, crystal in it. And because Mace Windu is Mace Windu and has purple lightsaber, I want his sidekick to have a pink lightsaber, which can only be harvested from a specific type of alien. If you, I don't know if you guys know anything about the extended universe. Do you, do you know where the pink lightsabers come from? They come from the, uh, the Yuuzhan Vong. So okay. that's what I want to lead uh, to. The extended, extended universe. Extended, you're, you're extended. You're getting into, John. Yes, yes. Because... I think that people don't know enough about them to you could bring them back and not have people get so hurt about it. Whereas if you brought like Darth Talon and all those people, people are going to get mad that you didn't acknowledge it as canon in the first place. Yeah. So I think this is far enough away from that to be something you could bring and create new because it was, it was rather new when they took over and, you know, took it away. So I want, you, them to tease that, but not do that until way, way after episode 9 when they're coming up with new stuff to do, and that's when he can come back. I'm talking like 10 years in the future, and that way Michael B. Jordan or whoever is, you know, older and it makes sense, because they've grown and the movie's grown. You know, it, it works out that way. Um, but yeah, that's what I would like to do. Uh, it's called Windu. Oh, I like it. Appropriately. <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, half-black, half not black, like shaded version of Samuel Jackson's face is the post. Nice. So the main villains is the hut and um, it's the hut weaving. And the the bounty hunter is the hut. Yeah. So they're trying to they're looking still looking for the Jedi. They have the information that Mace Windu wants. So they're trying to get it too. And Mace Windu takes it, so it's like a constant back and forth of them yeah. it's a race. Wanting essentially. To get, yeah. And I like how um I, I like how you're not incorporating the Empire, but you're kind of showcasing the Empire through propaganda. Well, yeah, because this is yeah. set, like, right as they're building. Yeah. So I, they need to have influence, but it has to be subtle, because it's not, they're not everywhere. Gotta have, like, an Empire double cross But the first there. place they're gonna do is go control crime, you know, because... 
that's, that's a big thing. So I want them to, you know, start to have a presence that we... Feel. Yeah, they're going to start to showcase their... Their, their power. Yeah. Ooh, this is, Ooh. This is getting good. This Ooh. is getting good. This, I want to say I like both of yours. All so within 15 minutes. Yeah. But Chris Hawk On was, a paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hawk, I think, was around the same, maybe. Maybe a little more. So, uh... Is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay, so... My no notes. No notes. No notes. I got the, I've been thinking about this for a while now. Now, some of it I'm going to I can't fully explain because yes. I'm it's it's hard to piece together the pieces, but I have elements of what I want to do. Uh mine's going to be entitled uh Mace Wind um see, I don't know. I want it to be called the the Lost Jedi, a Star Wars story, but specifically it's going to star uh mace windu and it's i'm thinking i want it to be more of like a uh 13 assassins um seven samurai get all or, bunch of people together to yeah dirty town d- dirty dozen-esque mm-hmm. um style movie and i want magnificent seven yes and mace windu is going to be the kind of head of that but he's not gonna he's he's gonna be conflicted on doing it at first because he, he wants to hide he He's ashamed, like in like how, um, in yours he's kind of a, he's kind of ashamed, or, or he's more like Yoda, like he he um, wants to kind of exile himself. So what's going to happen is we're gonna we're gonna start out in space. My movie's gonna start in space. Of like course, you got to. It's a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And you're gonna see a ship uh, come in onto this planet, and the planet looks very familiar. It's Jeddah from Rogue One. And Jeddah is more, this is five years after episode three. So th- this, Jeddah is more, it has more villages around it. Um, it's not as that one city-esque. Like you're going to see a different part of Jeddah, like a village. But um, we're going to see Mace Windu there because there's the Jedi Temple there. So he's there to, to kind of, Protect the Kyber that's that's on Jeddah. Anyway, you're gonna get a little bit of his him living amongst these other aliens or creatures among this uh, village on Jeddah. Are you um, creating a new race, native to the planet? Yes. Okay. We could do I that. Just, I was just curious, yeah, just to give Jeddah maybe more background. Yeah, that makes sense. And um. You're going to see him go to the temple to, to do, like, Jedi prayers and stuff like that. But anyway, you're going to see this other cloaked, tall, rather tall cloaked figure walking around trying to find Mace in between showing Mace's life. So it's going to start off kind of showing where Mace is at and this other person traveling through Jeddah to get to Mace. Um, once this cloaked figure finds Mace, you're going to figure out it's Jar Jar Banks. Jar Jar Binks has went out of his way <laughs> to find Mace Windu. Now, he's going to say that the Empire is kind of trying to get rid of certain senators because he's, remember, he's a senator from Naboo. This is a uh, Mario Bakari movie through and through. Yep. And <laughs> um, you're not going to get a lot of Jar Jar Binks because I'm going to set up a thing where Jar Jar, there's a twist where Jar Jar is actually kind of helping the Empire. Find 
Mace Windu and the oh, other and the oh. other Jedi. So rascal. Yes. Um. So what's so what happens is, I think they find out that Jar Jar's kind of hinting at uh, Shock T's going to be in it. Um. Well, you know what? They, they didn't show her die in Episode Three, so I never saw it. She's back from the dead. She's back from the dead. Back to tank. Where where is it? Is it one of those books they're writing where they um just keep going off of backstories from uh the Battle of Jakku? Because that screw that. We're we're starting. Shakti's still alive. You never saw her die. She is. She might die in this movie though. Don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. But anyway, maybe I'm still trying to. I mean. How do you think other Jedi could find this place? Or do you think maybe Shakti could already be there? Or do you think maybe someone came with Jar Jar? Maybe Jar Jar found Shakti? You could be like, Jedha is like the last haven for Jedi. It's very secret. Because of the temple, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or the Jedi had like a rally point whenever something bad would happen, they would all go to Jedha. Like contingency. Yeah, that'd be... that'd be. Uh, I, like, I like that idea. I like that idea. Anyway. And you find out when they get there, it's a trap. Stuff like that. It's a trap. The drop. Yeah, so she died the same year that everyone else did. Oh, in episode three? Yeah. She faked really? her she faked, I looked it up. She faked her death. They never show it, but yeah. she did. She faked her death. Okay, well who's another who's one they never show? Luminara. Which one's that one? She's the one that she's like green. She wears like the top hat like Padme. Oh, I don't know. We can have a young. We can have a, like a, a Padawan that survived traveling with Jar Jar. I like that. I like that idea. Um, so anyway, it, he. So we'll have a Jedi travel with Jar Jar, and to Luminara. Oh yeah, Unduli. she could be. She could be with Jar Jar too, and it'd be her Padawan that um, lived with her. Boom. So they get to this. They find Mace. Um, in a sense, I, I, I want to try to find a way where you can like Jar Jar to an extent. And I think having you re- him feel bad for kind of not inadvertently having them track him or something, but or the Empire is going to start to build their presence on Jeddah, I think, in this. And that's how they're going to come there. And It's like a prequel to Rogue One. In a way, but years, way years before. Okay. Um, it's going to be a thing where, uh, they get word of, you know, Mace and these other two Jedi being there. Maybe something's going to go down where Jar Jar screws up. That's what Jar Jar screws up and Mace has to defend Jar Jar and reveals himself. So, you know, spy or bounty hunter gets word to the empire that there's Jedi here. Uh, they can somehow hear talkings among the village that uh, someone gave them away or that the Empire is coming. So they defend themselves among the village and they can, uh, like, 13's assa- 13 assassins. But it's only, it's only Jar Jar, these two other Jedi, and Mace. And Mace doesn't have a lightsaber. Yeah. And he has a uh, crappy uh, hand. His hand's not... It's, it's wooden. It's a wooden arm. It's not wooden, but it's not... It, it looks like it's junk. Like, he just put a bunch of junk together and make him, himself another arm. Kind of like what C-3PO's arm is what Vader did, or what um, Maul did in Clone Wars. 
So it's going to lead to, you know, this, all these stormtroopers coming. And they're not even, they don't look like stormtroopers yet. They still look like clone troopers. They haven't. That's good to distinguish that. Yes. So these stormtroopers who still look like clone troopers are going to come. And there's going to be this big, you know, defense of the village, but also uh, fight. Ultimately, you know, they're all going to die. Even Mace? Mace is going, Jar Jar and Mace are going to be the last to die. Um, I hope Jar Jar has some like Gungan bombs in his pouch or something like that. He does have he, Gungan he, bombs. He he's going to, he's he going to save, like he's going to go out like that. That is correct. Um, so I guess you're going to get a sense. I, I wanted to end kind of artsy in a way, kind of like an art film where almost like a Butch Cassidy and Sundance film. Have you yeah, seen, have you seen? No, well, well, I wanted to end where kind of you see them dumping the bodies in a way kind of like you're because you're like man that sucks but you also get a sense of some hope towards the end too maybe uh we go to tatooine and you can see um obi-wan doing something we you know to go, show some hope we could go to jakku and see something that hasn't happened yet on jakku yeah why would i want to show jakku do you, have you seen the end of uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid? No. Do you want to know? Yeah. Okay, so what happens is Butch and, and the Sundance Kid, they get trapped in this barn when they're being uh, surrounded by the Spanish army. And they go, there's only one way to get out of here. And they bust out through the door, but guns are blazing, and it freeze frames. Yeah. So you never know what happens. Oh. Like, no, I, I want you to see. We assume they die. Yeah. But it's, you never know. No, I want you to see them die. I maybe not throw their bodies, in, or you know, uh, maybe get rid of their bodies. But maybe it zooms up out of the, out of the, like from the ground. You you're on Mace laying there dying, and it zooms out, and uh, he could say something like, "There's still, there's still hope with who's left," or something, and or like the townspeople could be like, "We at least we had Mace. Someone was willing to fight for us." For a thousand years, the Jedi ruled the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, um, but exactly, you could, you could something to tease that you know we're going to. There's still someone in the galaxy that will fight for us. Exactly, something, something along those lines. But uh, yeah, that's that's something I want. I want to bring back Jar Jar to give him credibility. Huh? Your movie's not canon towards the Jar Jar. That is mentioned no, in the book. No, screw books. the stupid circus. I, that's so dumb, Why? okay? That's he's a so great, stupid. He's a, great, he's a performer now. Yeah, it's, it's a way to just cop him out and make people go, <laughs> yeah, screw you. But honestly, if, if, if you took someone prisoner and made him a slave and made him a circus act or something, isn't that wrong? Why, how does a society, as a humanity, can you say that someone who's ultimately good as Jar Jar, who's not bad, not canon at least, not proven canon, that he... You turn him bad. That you make him... I don't, I'm not trying to turn him bad. I, 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 I kind of want him to be the cause of them finding out that the Jedi are there. You could be like, I want to choose the cannon and be like, the Empire is torturing Jar Jar, and Jar Jar is like, I can, I can help you find First of all, if the other books are just legends, that book with him in the circus is a legend. Okay? Can I ask you something more? Yeah, what? Is uh, The Rock mo-capping Jar Jar Nears? Yes. Okay. But the other guy's doing this voice. Is still. there is there, okay. a, is there a musical part for Jar Jar? No, no. Like I said, I no. I did no. 
Um, so the the beer money just showed up. Hall of Famer beer money. Um, you're, you we just explained to George what our our three uh movies, Mace Windu movies. George is going to tell us and his personal opinion on the microphone which one he finds most that he would go watch. Which one would he watch? Well, Mario, you you kind of lost me with Jar Jar. No, this would give redemption to Jar Jar. No, there is no redeeming that character. Uh, Chris, Mace Windu can't die. It's a movie about Mace Windu. He has to die. No, he doesn't. He has to die. No, he doesn't. I'm sorry. Who says he has to die? Because is it a Mace Windu movie? Because it sounds more like a Boba Fett movie. It is. It definitely, really does. It is definitely a Mace Windu movie. Everybody he knows, knows he gets eaten by a giant tentacle monster. Boba Fett does. Yeah. So... Knowing that, why would I want to go see a movie? You could still have drama about a person you know is going to be alive and, or not or not dead. There so? was still drama in the lava scene. You knew Obi-Wan was going to live, but there was still drama. So? Did you not laugh the first time you saw that? What? That part with the lava. You laughed like a little girl. What'd you, what'd you think of John Kenoki's? I think his was the most legit. <laughs> I, I mean... So, it sounds like what Mace Windu would actually do. So you see, you would see Johns out of all three of ours, the yeah. most high okay. praise. That's it. That's the podcast right there. Thank, thanks for your money. Yeah. All right, Chris Hawk, out of the two of ours, which one would you see? You lost me with Jar Jar Mario. You lost me. You got not redeem, for everyone. You got to redeem him. I don't know if I could. And take, you got to end him. Got to end him. Is he? You got to redeem him, and you got to end him. And I think doing this would, in a way. Because that Clone Wars episode where they team up. It's good. It's a it's, good episode. It's, it's really good. And that kind of redeems them right there. Yes. But this would also. I, I think they have a connection because of that episode. I if like you're yours, a fan of If you were going to do a solid fanta- uh, Magnificent Seven type of thing, yeah. I'd be all on board. That's all you got to do. Star Wars Magnificent Seven? Yeah. That's money. Well. I want it to be like that, but with Jar Jar and Mace. <laughs> and Jar Jar's got to find Mace. That's the whole objective. I'd pick John. Of, uh, of the two of yours, I think you can guess at whose I would <laughs> Chris rather Hawks? watch. No, it's Mario's. Yes. I don't support a uh, movie being pitched about characters that aren't the movie we're pitching it about. Bubba they have equal screen time. I could make a good picture movie where Bubba Fett has a little bit less, but he's a main part. If, your I, money? Could in- if I could interject ahead, real quick. Money. Uh, Chris Hawk and Mario here, you, you pretty much exactly what uh, John said. Y'all seem to be wanting to make this movie about not Mace Windu. No, mine's about Mace Windu. No, yours is about Jar Jar saving Mace Windu. Well, that's a side, that's no, a side it, note. It's, it's a, Jar Jar's in it redeeming himself, but it is about Mace Windu if you heard the whole pitch. I would support Mario's. I do wish, Mario, that yours was set afterwards to keep their, their new canon, but redeem him after that. After the circus stupid, yes. stupidity? I, I, I think because Mace Windu could have been, you know, in hiding yeah. and emerges, and then Jar Jar redeems himself there just to keep their current canon. But yeah. I do support this if they were going to retcon that and you know yeah. pretend it never existed. I, d- I don't support that canon though. So I understand. I understand what your your artistic liberty. Yes, Mario. 
Um, it's it's weird because I I like I like yours, John. I don't know if they would ever do it. Indiana um, Jones, Mace Windu. It makes the most sense. Chris Hawk. I like Chris Hawks because it it gives it gives what people it gives the people what they want with Boba. And that's all that matters. But if you want it to be that's more raid, if you want it to be more raid, well, I said raid, but it could the, it could be something else. Yeah. Blowing up the building would be like a total, I don't know. The whole, the whole point. Okay, you could be like, focus a little bit more on Mace, but Mace needs to believe what he does in the end is truly what he, like, he knows he fucked up. Like, he messed up. He's, like, he thinks he's the reason, and he might be right. So he thinks saving these Jedi is what he was meant to do fully in his life. Just and that's to, what he does. Just to make a complete uh, recyclable triangle, I'm going to go with Chris Hogg. Oh yeah, you know maybe you guys could combine your movies. Yeah, that'd be great. I would. All do I'm it. saying is Jar Jar in my no. movie. Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Why not? It, all I'm saying Jar-Jar is Jar Jar in my movie would work. Magnificent Seven, esque. Uh, Samurai Seven, esque. Thirteen Assassins. Thirteen Assassins. S Dirty Dozen. S Dirty Dozens. Yes. Suicide Squad. Jedi movie, with Mace Windu leading the charge. Finding him, finding himself to save a village or something after being in exile like Yoda, and I just want. I, it's not that I, I, it's not that Yoda. I want Jar Jar to specifically be in it. I just think that because of their connection through the Clone Wars epi- two episodes or whatever it is that they have, I think that would make the most sense to have not only Jar Jar redeem himself but end him for people in a way. So people would like to see his screen, his death on screen. Yes. But then you also you also get his a little redemption, and then you get to see Mace lead the charge, uh, you know, and you see his end too because obviously he can't go on. But I like how John doesn't end Mace because I he, I think he could bring him back. He, yeah. You really think so? I think he could come. He could pop up in Episode Nine, then get killed. He'd be so old. Yeah, that's fine. So old. I'm okay with that. But like, it makes sense to kill him off there. I. Either leave it open ended, or you know, I don't know. I think his story's done. Kill him later. It's it's the Skywalker. I story. I think the only reason I go with the one that makes the most sense is because they took Rogue One and made it a movie. I think they would be willing to take a risk on it. So you think to he make, survives to make don't something make a movie just to see him die, just to see him die, yeah, just to kill him off. I think they they want to tell stories and at least you know build something else. Because with Rogue One, they did. You know, they did introduce stuff that we don't know about now to potentially build on later. So why not, you know, continue to do that? But I understand where you guys came from and why you killed them all. So I, I understand why you did that. I just don't like Mace Windu. Well, I that's lo- evident. Lo- whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Get out of your own house, sir. <laughs> this party's over. George, what would you do for a Mace Windu movie real quick? If you had to pitch one if for five minutes, what would you set do? Mace Windu is the next Sith Lord. Don, Mike Rob. <laughs> I'd watch it. Snoke? Is he Snoke? Is he Snoke? Do you believe that theory? He kills Snoke and takes his place. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of two. You've heard it there. You so heard it? Snoke is like a figurehead, and Mace is really pulling the strings. You heard it straight from Beer Money's mouth. Thank you, Beer Money. Thank you, John Kenoki, and thank you, Mario Bakari. These were all great pitches. We hope you liked our pitches, and we're going to put them up online. And we're going to make fake posters. Fake posters. As we did for the Venom one. I think we all called the movie Windu. 
Or Windu and Jar Jar? I have to make one for George's movie if now. If I recall, you called yours Mace. Uh, you, you said Mace. You said Mace. I definitely said Windu. You said Mace. I said I, Mace or Windu. Mine is uh, Star Wars Anthology Windu by John Kenobi. <sighs> if you actually go back, I'm pretty sure I said Windu. And mine will be the, the, the Lost Jedi, a Star Wars story. not lost, though. He fell out the window. Mm-hmm. He, he's lost himself. Mentally. <laughs> then you are lost! <laughs> So, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Cinema7Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Cinema7Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Cinema7. Well, Facebook, we're just Cinema7. Oh, SoundCloud. Twitter, we're at Cinema7 under, underscore podcast. There we go. Cinema7 underscore podcast. Remember that. On Twitter. On Twitter. Facebook, just Cinema7. Just Cinema7. SoundCloud. Cinema 7. Cinema 7. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, like us and maybe reshare it. If you're on iTunes, send us a review. That's the only way we're going to get out to all the masses, and then we're going to sell out. So do that. You can also find us on uh, Stitcher podcast app. If you haven't downloaded it, you can download it. Find a lot of great podcasts. Uh, you can find us on uh, another website. It escapes the name of me. It's like uh, Cast uh, Crunch or something right now. I'll come back with it next time. There's also the, the FM one. FM, yeah. Last.FM yeah. or something. That's not us. Someone else is doing that. Yeah, someone else. They is just doing pull it, it from oh, other things. Oh, okay. We're, we're FM famous. You want to tell about the newsletter, John? Sure. There's going to be a newsletter accompanying this. Um, you should definitely uh, subscribe and you could get some news. Or yeah. not. Yeah. So if you don't want it, look yeah. forward to our but social. But you should want it. Yeah. Look forward to our uh, social medias or go on to the website, cinema7podcast.com, podcast episode page, yeah. and a link will drop down, or a contact page, right? There's one on there, too, to do it. Yeah. We want to give a shout-out to our podcast bros, Fireside Comics, Pods Helping Pods. We uh, have a great rapport with them. Rapport. Rapport with them. Record. Rapport. And we like what they do. They're pretty in-depth with all their uh, comics. Info. Love that stuff. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. His, uh, what was he, what did he say that one of his favorite superheroes was post-crisis Batman and then... And then Golden Age Batman. Golden Age Batman. Yeah, that was was pretty in-depth. That was, I believe that was, uh, Austin's, right? Or Chris Chris Poole. Chris Poole. Oh. Okay. Yes. And as always... George, you want to say, I want George to have the last word. I want Beer Money to say something. He's got to think of something to say, and it's got to be the last word. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> As always. <laughs> we want to thank you for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us, and we want to thank you for exploring with us. Mm-hmm.